Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Well, today we are changing our focus a little and broadening our topics a bit from the usual focus just on legal. Now, one of our core values here at Aspect Legal is innovation. Part of that means that we're constantly testing new technology and new ways of doing things. So we decided to pass on all of this information to you as business owners, because what works in our legal practice might also help you in your business. So today we start with a neat little app called Bonjoro, which is an app that makes it super easy to send individually personalized videos to clients and customers. It's actually one of my favorite tools for enhancing client relationships by adding a personal touch. Now, there's two reasons why I'm talking about Bonjoro today. Firstly, because as I said, I wanted to share with you some of our tech tips. But secondly, because the concept behind Bonjoro is fundamentally about enhancing client relationships. In our legal practice, we often see the aftermath of disputes between customers and their suppliers. Our clients might be on either side of that equation, either the client or the supplier, but what is consistent between them, whether their client or supplier, is that disputes arise in environments where the systems of the business haven't been established sufficiently in order to properly regulate the relationship between the customer and its supplier. Now, there's a number of legal measures that can be employed by a business in order to help avoid disputes. But as always, the answer is never just about having the right contract, even though, of course, that is an important component. So joining me on this episode is no less than the Papa Bear of the Bonjoro team, Matt Barnett, who helps us explore the concept of enhancing relationships between organisations and its clients and avoiding possible disputes into the future. You're listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple, actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on board to Talking Law and chatting with us today. Uh, Thanks as well. It's awesome to be here. (laughs) Great. All right. So let's, if we can, talk a little bit about Bonjoro first, and and then maybe let's talk about your viewpoints in relation to enhancing client relationships. But let's start off with Bonjoro. What is it and how can clients use it? So Bonjoro was actually a little hack that we were doing for another business where we engage with a lot of clients, a lot of agency, big relationship-based clients all around the world. And rather than sending an email when we had leads and inquiries come in, what we would do is we would record a video for that individual. So John at Ogilvy in London, and we send it off to him and we package it up and put it into an email. And the reason was because we're extremely good at culture. We're a, a very engaging team. And we knew that all the emails we're sending out were getting less and less open rates. But if we get in front of somebody, we would always you know, get to the next meeting, get to the next screen and, and start to win more business. And so we, we built this as a hack and we started sending videos out to people. And it took a lot of time to do. And 
but we tripled our response rates overnight. Wow. And, you know, lo and behold, one of those agencies came back and they were like, not only did they want us to go and do more meetings, they wanted to use this, this video email product we built. And essentially, you know, eventually we turned around and, and built that for them. And so all it is, is a video product that either sits as an app on your phone or you can use it on desktop and it can plug into a mailing list. And so when you have leads come in or when you convert clients, generally the first piece of communication you send to them, rather than just sending a boring old email, you record a selfie video, nothing magic to it, and just you know welcome them on board in person, introduce yourself in person, and essentially do what you would do if you met that individual in person rather than you know trying to put your personality into the written word. Yeah, right. We absolutely love it. We get some amazing responses back from our clients or people that we send it through. You know, initially when they see the video, they assume it's just, you know, a stock standard one. And when they click onto it, they actually can't believe that someone has recorded a personal video just for them that's come, you know. And I mean, look, I guess in reality, video is fairly widely used among businesses. But I guess the difference in the Bonjoro environment is how easy it is to record and then have have it immediately seen. So it's sort of cutting down a lot of those other steps that, you know, we used to go through when we record video, which is record, upload, you know, then download the links, pull off the link, send the link with the picture of, you know, like these were all the steps that used to happen along the way, right? That Bonjoro sort of pulls down into one clean process. What we say we do here is we uh, we automate processes, but not relationships. So we take out all those process parts and make it very easy to concentrate on building relationships. Yeah. Okay. From that perspective, then, I guess, how does this help in terms of enhancing a client relationship and why is it that important anyway? I think it's a couple of things. And to be honest, the services industries are far better at this than online industries, which is one of where we have a lot of customers as well. I think look, in terms of relationships there's two parts one is first impressions i think when you meet people in person you know within within three seconds you know who that person is you you generally get an idea of whether to trust them whether you want to work with them uh, and obviously whether you relate to them now when it comes to interacting online that is much harder to do because was it 18 percent of our communication really comes out in the words that we write and the written language is a learned language it's not it's not a um a natural one to us whereas when you you know, film your face. And it's not even about video, just when you're there and you're speaking, you have the emotion coming in, facial expression, you have tone of voice, you have the, the kind of movements of your body. Someone can look at that and they can, un- and they can understand and get you straight away. So that's the one part of it is just, you know, making your best first impression because of the communication you're using. But then the other part is, to be frankly honest, I think people have, you know, the last 10 years, we've all chased I guess, growth and business and, and automation. And what's happened is that we've lost the human element in a lot of that contact. Yeah, I think that's so true. Even just speaking from a personal experience in, in the provision of legal services, certainly we have a lot of accountants as well that listen to this podcast. I think it's certainly true in the accounting environment. But even in service-based businesses like ours, it's easy over time to have lost a little bit of 
that personal touch because quite often all of our work is done over email these days, you know, so we have less less face-to-face and often less voice-to-voice sometimes as well, but certainly less face-to-face. And I think sometimes that can lead to particularly relationships like those between lawyers and their clients or accountants and their clients. You know, the level of trust that is built up over time, I think, is really supported by a personal connection. And I think seeing someone helps that personal connection, which then builds trust. You know, that's the impression I have. I'm, I'm not sure if, and, and I hear you talk about you have a, a lot of your clientele are in the online space, but I think this is equally as important in the services industry as well, even though people may not immediately think of that as an issue. It's funny, our officers were actually in some offices with one of our earlier customers. And they are called Nancer and they're a financial kind of wealth management group, one of the biggest in Sydney. And yet they are one of the best users I've ever seen. They are not really online. I mean, they always have an online presence, but but they're definitely oh yeah, offline relationships. But they use this to replace email when it comes to not only engaging new users, but you know, passing on and introducing other other team members touching base with clients over time, showing people around around the homes they, they've just brought in Brisbane as investments. And it even saves money because it's quicker than spending 40 minutes trying to write the perfect email. You just get the video out. You will make mistakes. You'll muck it up. But people won't care because it's you in person. And the fact you're taking the time, it just engages people better. Video, everyone thinks about high-definition filmed video. It's not that. Video is just portraying the way that, we, that we're meant to communicate. It's nothing more than that. Mm-mm. That's a really good point because that's a really tricky thing given the way video used to be used within organisations. You know, we'd all spend a lot of time getting, you know, the picture right and in the right frame and lighting and all of those sorts of things. But now, you know, you're saying, well, don't worry about that. Just go with using it like you would if you're picking up the phone or punching out an email, but just make it a little bit more personal with the video added. Yeah, look, absolutely. And, and you see across all the industries that we kind of work with, you know, the content that works the best, and this is absolutely not just in you know, tech companies. This is in you know companies where everyone's in suits. The, the content they do when they're getting a coffee at lunchtime, or I've seen guys do them after the gym, you know, and it just breaks this boundary between business and personal life. Transparency is becoming more and more of a thing. I mean, you look at kind of, what Europe's down doing now with the whole GDPR stuff, like transparency is the way forward. And the brands that embrace it, I understand it's not quite for everyone, but the brands that do embrace it are winning the hearts and minds of customers because it's all about trust. I think a lot of businesses are quite focused on growth and bringing new clients in the door. But in doing that, oftentimes businesses sort of forget that, you know, nurturing their current client base is such an important part of growth as well, because you have no growth if you've got leakage. If the leakage that you have, you know, is equivalent to the um, the new client flow, then you've got no growth, right? Absolutely. Like retention. So it's funny, it's something that we talk about a lot. I, I think it's something like seven to 20 times less expensive per dollar to retain clients than it is to grow new ones. And yet, you know, human nature is that, you know, we all focus on the new and the growth. When customers leave, we call it churn. The best companies in the world have negative churn. And what that means is, is that their existing c- customers pay them more and more and more money on top of the growth they're getting. 
So the actual revenue base grows with their existing customers rather than, than diminishing over time. And so retention is absolutely crucial. I mean, think about your personal relationships, like go outside the business. If you don't talk to people, if you don't interact with them, those relationships will diminish over time. They don't always stay at the height. Think about, you know, your old school friends and the people you've known for years and years and years. The ones that you stay with, you need to have these touch points where you get back to people, where you get back in person and um, engage with them. Business is no different. So putting in a process, you are talking to customers, you know, once every six weeks or six months or six years, whatever it is for your business, you need to have a process to go back and engage with them and have a reason to do that as well. And mean it and not just do it in a shallow way by firing out some email blast to them, actually check in and say, hey, hey, Joe, you know, how's it going? Just just want to see how, you, how, you're, how you're tracking. I noticed X, Y, Z in the, in the industry, you know, whatever you like. like it's got to be personal. It's got to be meant. And yet it only has to take a minute of your time. It doesn't have to take, you know, a coffee or a lunch or anything else. Yeah. And, you, you know, being a lawyer, of course, I can't help but apply a bit of a, you know, legal lens over this. <laughs> and, and one of those lenses is, you know, the, the stronger that relationship with your client on an ongoing basis. Number one, the more, and I guess here I'm talking about businesses with their clients, the stronger their relationship with their clients, the more likely it is that you can avoid legal issues when problems arise. Because my impression is, you know, certainly from decades, of working in dealing with disputes in the most general, most usual sense, matters proceed to litigation or involve, you know, get to that point of involving the lawyers when the relationship has broken down. And so anything that we can do to foster ongoing communication and good quality communication between a company and its clients will help, I think, to ward off legal issues. So on that idea then, what are some of the ideas that you have for how Bonjour can be used in retaining customers and retaining that customer relationship? with that existing customer network? One of the things we do, and this is getting a little bit slightly more technical, is if you do jump on and try it out, what you'll find is that it does plug into a lot of CRMs. So if you're using a Salesforce or a HubSpot or Infusionsoft or ActiveCampaign, any of these things, what you can do is build a rule that says, so for instance, very simply, if have not contacted X customer in eight weeks, create a Bonjour. What that does is it then, you know, let's, it'll ping you on your phone, you'll open it up and it'll say, like eight-week check-in, and you can decide then, you know, to, to drop Joe or, or whoever a message and say, hey, you know, we haven't talked in, in a couple of months. Just want to see how things were. Do you know how many think? Again, try and make it relevant and personal. I think if you build rules that take that process part and take the heavy lifting of the process, then you're focusing on actually putting in the human element. It's extremely easy to do, you know, and it's, and it's X minutes a day or X minutes per week. But again, try and think about ways of putting your process in so you don't have to think because when you, especially when you have you know, hundreds and thousands of customers, it is incredibly hard to remember to get back to people. And so it's not that we don't want to do it. It's just that our lives are busy and best intentions we forget. So processes can help that. And it's just understanding how to build rules around that. Mm. So it's about building rules to ensure that we're keeping in contact with customers. This is probably good to use at particular times of events, maybe even when you're finishing a project with a client or those sorts of times when instead of sending the, you know, congratulations, we've closed off this project, you can now send a personal bonjour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I see the guys in the building here, you know, when someone gets approved for mortgage or, or they buy a house, 
the whole team, all fifty of them, do a massive cheer, and they say. <laughs> And so maybe this is the one, the one other aspect of it is if you think about going back to growth. So the best growth in the world comes from word of mouth. Like we all know this, this will never change. When people have a great event, you know, so for us, if I think about like my, my accountant, my best part of the year is when my R&D return comes back. And it's, and, you know, it's, it's something we're all happy, we're all excited. You know, it, it's a lot of work to get done. When they engage at that point and say that this is great, let's go for drinks or let's do something. That's the point when I'm excited, and that's the point where I'm going to talk about them. If they were to ask me to do something at that point, I would absolutely do it because I'm I'm fully invested and I'm excited. So, when it comes to advocacy and word of mouth and getting your clients to invite you new clients, there are moments that I think a lot of us don't take advantage of. When absolutely there is return there, and it's not it's not by any means bad to do this because you've delivered a great work and it's you know the customer's excited. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't hurt to say hey. By the way, do you know any any other businesses who are facing X problems that we have that we should have a chat to? I must say, I've seen you've produced a white paper, and one of the things that's mentioned there is, you know, that we're currently at a pivotal juncture between automation and human relationships. I really like that. <laughs> I really like that takeaway. That's it's fascinating to think in in those terms, and certainly that's I guess where we are at the moment. But I guess what Bonjoro is doing is taking taking the human relationship element and, as you say, creating a way that that can be automated and yet still personal. I think, you know, there's a very simple uh, probably caveat is that every now and again, a customer will say to me, they'll go, oh, I, I couldn't possibly have time to, you know, send messages to all my customers. And I say, look, I say, look if, you, if you really don't think you can spend 30 seconds of your actual time on a customer, you probably don't deserve that customer. And I can guarantee you at some point, a better brand or better business will take that customer off you. And it's just true that it will happen that people will start to, to shy away from businesses that don't hold relationships. And this isn't going to change. The human species has evolved for 6 million years. We're not all, all, all suddenly going to change how we work. And we need human interaction. And there's periods when we don't need it, but there's periods when we, when we definitely do. And this will not change. No matter where we go with VR and AR, though, if anything, all those technologies will do is help open up new ways to build relationships. Well, that's it for part one of our exciting two-part series with Matt Barnett of Bonjoro. In this episode, as a reminder, we talked about the connection between enhancing client relationships and avoiding potential legal disputes with your clients in the future. Because one of the main causes of legal issues in businesses is when things don't go as the client has anticipated or expected. And this has the potential to then lead to legal disputes as a result of the client's dissatisfaction. So nurturing your relationship with your existing client base therefore has the power to prevent these sorts of expensive legal disputes. And of course, Matt identified some very simple ways you can use technology, just like Bonjoro, to help businesses do exactly that. So if you like what you heard today, then please subscribe to Talking Law on your favourite podcast player to be the first to know when we release a new episode. And watch out for the second half of this two-part series with Matt Barnett next Tuesday. In part two, we will be drilling into Bonjoro's seven-point plan in order to get started with customer delight based on a white paper released by Matt and his team. Well, thanks again for listening in. This has been Joanna Oki and Talking Law, a podcast brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time.
core values of our business at Aspect Legal is that we really care. We care deeply for our clients and for the broader community. We also believe that every business has the responsibility and the power to change lives by simple acts of kindness. As such, every time you do business with us or refer a client to us at Aspect Legal, indeed, every time I even just send an email, something amazing happens. We've partnered up with a number of organisations, including Caritas Australia and the International Giving Project of Buy One, Give One, to enable us to make high-impact donations to worthy causes on behalf of our clients. Now, we're hoping to release details soon of a project we're sponsoring in the Philippines aimed at getting people out of the slums and into safe accommodation and employment. But until that project is ready to launch, we encourage you to check out the impact page on our website, aspectlegal.com.au you backslash impact to see how by doing business with us, you're helping us impact the lives of thousands of people in need. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au.